Does it feel like it's a struggle to be healthy? And the core four that we talk about here on the show, nutrition, activity, mental health, and sleep, can seem simple, but in practice, actually execution can be challenging. Try I got a question for you. What's your biggest kind of core four or other health challenge? Sleep, without question. Uh, I knew you were going to say that. You knew I was going to yeah. say it. It really is. Like sometimes I feel like I'm making progress and I feel like this is good. And then I'm just like, I, I am just doing miserably with this. Like I'm waking up at two in the morning and I'm lying there and I'm just kind of staring at the ceiling uh, for two hours. Uh, so sometimes I think I'm doing well. Other times I'm just like, I have no idea how to sleep. Huh. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. just a crazy thing. Well, what's that do to your self-esteem? <laughs> exactly. Right. I think as Mitch said before, babies do it. Babies Why can't do I do it? it? Right. Babies do it. My baby sleeps better than I do at this point. <laughs> uh, Mitch, how about you? What's your biggest core four challenge or other health challenge? So I think the the biggest thing that I've been kind of dealing with lately is getting back up to the activity levels I'd like to be at. Um, but that's mostly because I've I injured my ankle again. Like I'm back in physical therapy. And so that's like... it. <sighs> Where, where like going for a jog and listening to like a murder podcast used to be like really fun. These days it's like, oh, I got to make sure I'm going slow. Oh, I got to make sure I'm babying my ankle, blah, blah, blah. Like, so it's right back to that situation of like having to like scale everything back a little bit for where I'm at right now. And that's been kind of a frustrating situation. Already at this point, I love what you both said. It makes me feel so much better that you said uh, like... You know, at one point things were good, but you're struggling to get back to the way they are because that's what I constantly struggle with. Like I constantly struggle with I do pretty good. And then all of a sudden I don't do great at all. <laughs> you know, like yeah. so intermittent. I'm just not very consistent. And both of you kind of brought that up. And for me, it's activity like that's the thing. I cannot seem to be consistent. I, I will go pretty well for a month, month and a half, do some weights, maybe get out and do some, you know, other sorts of things, get my heart rate up. And then just all of a sudden, it just all comes to a screeching halt. Like, I, you know, and I'm not exactly sure what's going on. So, so here's something you as a listener should know up front. Some of the episodes, we have very specific recommendations of things to do. And others like this one is just guys talking about their health and health challenges as a way to create some new understanding or knowledge that might help with some insights that could help us. And hopefully you on your journey to being healthier as well, and maybe even being a little kinder to yourself. That's one thing I've already picked out of this is I got to go back to that. Like, you know, maybe always being perfect isn't the standard I should be measuring myself to. So that's today's show. This is Who Cares About Men's Health with information, inspiration, and a different interpretation of men's health. I'm Scott Singpill. I bring the BS, the MD to my BS, Dr. Troy Matson. Scott, I think this is a great topic for the middle of winter when everything just seems like it's huh. just <laughs> You're just getting by. <laughs> yeah. a good topic. And uh, the hardest working guy that I know of. Oh, man. When it comes to his health. I'm serious, man. I know that you, you feel like <laughs> you have your struggles or whatnot, but you're you're working hard and getting it done. This Mitch Sears on the show. Oh, well, thank you. I, yeah, it is a constant struggle. But yeah, it's something I, I do. I do try to work hard at. I appreciate yeah. that. I think for this conversation is, you know, that's about why is it? A, why does it seem like it's a struggle to be healthy? Uh, I think a great place to start is like, what is healthy even, right? What is this mm. standard that we aspire towards? Because society has a different definition that perhaps maybe we have or what a more realistic kind of definition is. So what is healthy from a man's perspective? What is the pursuit of health? How do you define that, Mitch? No, uh, 
<laughs> well, oh man! Like, I, totally, I totally understand where you come from. That's, that's a good question. Such, that's such a big question because yeah, it's here's like the thing though you you have to consider that question right yeah. in order to in order to figure out like what are you even comparing yourself to and is that fair to yourself for sure? And that's kind of the thing that has been really interesting, having been someone who's started to take interest in their health over the last few few years with this podcast and everything. It's just. It seems like men, especially, I don't know, and this is just my kind of experience, are getting all sorts of like goalposts and like gold standards from a bunch of different places. And very few of those places are actually like backed by research or everyday regular people, et cetera. Like so much of it is focused on getting ripped, getting like tons of muscle mass, uh, you know, men's health is sexual health, like is one of the mantras that I hear all the time. And just, I think that like, it makes it hard because when you first start to really care about your health, unless you're actively trying to like participate and check in and think about like what it actually means to you as an individual, like it's real, real easy to like, look at a cover of a men's health magazine and be like, oh, man, I am not as handsome as Ryan Reynolds and therefore I am unhealthy. Like, you know, mm -hmm. it's just, I don't know. Or the, or the influencers on social media, you know. These... Oh yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> they're the worst. Mm -hmm. It's garbage. I. <laughs> okay, so then um, you kind of talked about how the, the your opinion of how the media yes. and, and society defines health. How do you define it then? Well, it's a constantly changing and shifting idea. And for me, like the big central idea is, am I feeling my best? Am I able to do the things I want to do? Am I, is my health in one way or another limiting me from enjoying my time on this beautiful planet of ours, right? Cool. And so that's that's how I do it these days, where it's like, eh, do I have 12 apps? No. But like, can I go for a hike in the, you know, a, a pretty trail in, in the mountains? Yes or no? Right? That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Hey, Troy, yeah. do, do, do people have 12 abs? <laughs> <Are there, they're... laughs> 12 abs? Yeah, good question. I thought there was, I thought eight was this. <laughs> Can you have a 12 pack? <laughs> 12 pack. You're the doctor here. I mean. That's a good question. All right. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Let's, okay. We'll have to go back to the cadaver lab, which I dreaded in medical school. Sure. <laughs> Count the abs. Troy, um, how about you? Like, how do you perceive society's kind of definition of health versus how you define health? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think society, I think Mitch hit on that already. It's a, it's a lot of like, you know, a lot about image and how you appear to other people. I think that's a, a big piece of health in terms of societal definition. Uh, where I like to think of health, I think Mitch kind of touched on it already. And my definition would be having the physical and emotional capacity uh, to engage in the activities that I find rewarding and hopefully having that capacity for many years. And I think for different people, that means different things. You know, someone in their 60s, they want to engage, you know, maybe not in high intensity activities or endurance activities or things like that. And that's their definition of health. And, and they want to play with their with their grandkids or, or they want to spend time with friends and they want to have that capacity. And for them, that's what health is. Versus maybe someone who's younger wants to, you know, be more engaged in activities. So that's how I see it is having that capacity to do that. Um, and again, I think it just means different things to different people. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm I'm sensing uh, kind of getting back to what Mitch said about it can mean different things at different times. It's it's a, sure. an, it's an evolving idea, right? Yeah. Um, it's something. It's not a destination. It's something that you're always kind of pursuing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. And then also, I, I'd like to add to what both of you said. Like, you know, it's an external thing. I think that's huge, right? It we don't necessarily. You look at somebody and you go, "Oh, they're healthy," but really, maybe they're not. Maybe inside things aren't that great because of uh, other lifestyle choices they're making, right? Yeah, and um, it's so true. And that's that's I think one one thing you really I appreciate about my job is that you do meet a lot of people who have who definitely have a, you know, very much a public persona being very fit and having a wonderful life. And you, you gain a lot of insight into what's actually going on in their lives and you realize it's, it's not always that way. And so I think we often compare ourselves to other people and we compare ourselves to that image and that persona, whether that's the image of health or happiness or whatever it is, but everyone has their struggles. And, uh, you know, I meet these people, sometimes they're local celebrities or whatever it may be. And you realize they have their struggles too. We all do, you know, and they're struggling with, with personal health issues or maybe it's substance issues, um, you know, other things they may bring up, emotional health issues. And so, you know, I think there's a, I, I certainly don't take any pleasure in the struggles that they're facing, but I think it just puts things in perspective when we do start to compare ourselves to those people who really do seem like their lives are just perfect. You know, we're on the same podcast together, so maybe this is why our answers are so similar because we've all kind of had the same <laughs> bit of thinking. But I'm really surprised because my definition of health is very much the same. It empowers me to do the things I want to do. You know, it's feeling good. It's functioning well. You know, it's not being tired. It's not hurting or aching more than I really need to do. And, it, you know, my brain is working and I feel, you know, I feel happy and in finding satisfaction in my work because, you know, from a mental health standpoint, I'm feeling good. And, I'm doing things that are going to help me with my longevity and ability to function, you know, as I age. So that is my definition of health, but it's also something I feel like I have to manage every day. Uh, and this is one thing I think about is how the modern world almost makes it more difficult to be healthy. You ready for a soapbox moment? I'm going to go ahead and climb up on my soapbox. <laughs> yeah. Ready or not, I think we're going to get it. So okay, yeah. let's hear it. <laughs> so think about this a lot. And I don't know how much of this is true, right? But like, for example, activity used to be something that was a part of life in order to survive. You know, physical activity was involved. Now, you know, there's a lot of people that still do have physically active jobs, but I spend a lot of time at a desk. So I've got to figure out a way to then fit that into my life. And I feel like eating was a lot more simple. Right. But in today's age, I'm constantly bombarded by commercials for food that's been chemically created to be addicting. You know, and billions of dollars is spent on this to get me to eat this food that's, you know, convenient and not necessarily great for me. Uh, and then I have a phone with apps on them that seem to suck up more time than I ever want them to, that I could be spending on healthier activities like exercise and sleep. And again, using psychology to making sure that I'm addicted to these apps, right? And I'm watching more and spending more and more time. And then these daily images and messages about what is to be a man and a healthy man you know, that doesn't necessarily resonate, resemble me at all. You know, I feel bombarded by that. So I feel like I'm constantly thinking about it and constantly having to manage that, you know, and I don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that let, let's go back to the way things were, but I don't think health is something you can take for granted. I think you have to have this kind of a plan and be mindful about it. Do you guys buy into any of that or am I just, oh, yeah. 
out and no. crap. <laughs> no, it, it makes sense. Sometimes it feels like the cards are stacked against us. Like you just, again, you're, you're exactly right. So much has been based on human psychology and, and addiction and feeding into those patterns, whether it be with diet or with, um, like you said, with apps or engagement with social media, those sorts of things. So it really has played off a lot of, I think, addictive tendencies that we have as humans to to do those things. And so we have to be aware of it. And it's it's a struggle. I think I think that alone, the fact that there is so much understanding of our psychology and so much of that plays into our psychology and, and tendencies toward certain addictive patterns that yeah, it's it's a battle. There's no question. And I feel like this can be going on without you even realizing it. The simple reality is, is you can't just go with the flow and be healthy. Like you just can't because the flow really pushes you toward those things, you know. <laughs> that analogy. Like, yeah, yeah, you really can't. Right. And yeah. you figure most Americans are overweight or obese and that's the flow. Like that's that's the majority there. So if you're just going with the flow, and yeah, it's like you have to, you kind of have to swim upstream in a sense to, to really be able to, to get beyond so many of those things that just draw you in. It's, that's, I think it is a huge struggle. What are some of the challenges that you guys have experienced um, with either the core four or some other health things? And um, how did you overcome those? Obviously a big one for me has been sleep. And I can't say overcome it, but I think a lot of what we've talked about has been healthy of trying to have more regular patterns in place and, and addressing that. Um, but I think some of the bigger issues for me that I, I have felt like I've had some success have been definitely activity. And for that, I think it's just been saying, I'm going to do this and I'm going to try and do it every day and be consistent, you know, and, and not expect heroic efforts on a daily basis, just to expect a consistent effort. And and just keep it up. And for whatever reason, that seems to have worked for me so far on the activity side. On the activity side, um, but I think it's it's always a struggle of of just saying, well, why am I doing this as much as I am? Like, do I really need to do this to get the results that maybe I want? You know, so so that for me, I think is the struggle in other areas where I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job. It's more kind of that temptation to to ease up on it or maybe say, well, this isn't really necessary or maybe it's not worth it. Or maybe I can get results by not doing what I'm doing and maybe cutting that in half or something like that. So that's, I think, the challenge I face in some of those areas outside of sleep. I want to ask you a question about sleep. I mean, is there really anything you can do? I mean, I know you've done some stuff, but part of it is just the job you have, which is, again, a result of the society we live in, you know, like it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, so then the question is, do you beat yourself up too much about it or? Yep. I do. Yep, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and, then that's it. and then that's just that spiral. And I think we've talked about that before. I think Mitch has talked about it. The shame yeah. spiral that he calls it. I love it. Is yeah. the shame spiral or it's the anxiety spiral. I think mm -hmm. we get so anxious about not sleeping that we can't sleep. And that happens to me. And so sometimes I'm just like, just don't worry about it. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, but it is, it, you're right. It, that's, that is very tough to do. And I think, again, there are just certain realities of a society, you know, of a 24 seven society that needs people who are available for services or emergencies or whatever it may be, uh, at hours when people used to sleep on a regular basis. So I think there's that reality too, but even that aside, um, sometimes I feel like I'm in a pretty good sleep pattern and I might have a week or two without a late shift and I still find that I'm struggling. But again, maybe that's just, 
those things, that cumulative effect of, of working late and working nights. And as far as your activity, what's the difference between you and then Mitch and I? <laughs> like, do, you just have, do you just have more willpower? Do you just have more discipline? Like, oh, I was going to say obsessive compulsive disorder. I don't or, know. That, I, no, I'm saying for me, it's the obsessive compulsive yeah. disorder. Because I, a lot I, of times, know. you know, a lot of times when we talk about health and fitness and the core four, it's, it's, you know, it could be easy to go, well, you just have to have more willpower. You just have to have more self-control. Yeah. You have to have more discipline. And, you know, maybe that's true to some extent, but are there other things at play like that have helped you do that? Or are you just, just mentally made of <laughs> just, sterner stuff than we are? I don't know about sterner <laughs> stuff, maybe more disordered than you are. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I tend to, to pride myself, I think on, on trying to be very consistent on things. Um, and it's, it's been very good in a lot of ways. You know, I think in terms of just medical school, you do have to have very much a type A personality and you have to have a certain level of kind of that OCD tendency of like very focused and like, I'm doing this every day. Um, so I think that's been, it's been helpful in some ways in terms of success. It also kind of drives you crazy sometimes. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so, and, and maybe that's part of it for me, honestly, that, that may be a part of it for me. It's just, um, for whatever reason with, with this routine in particular, and just with running in particular, it's been very much, you know, and then you get in a pattern where you've done it every day and it's like, well, I can't miss a day. So I, I honestly, I have not missed a day in almost eight years. So it's, it's been good. Like, I feel like, and it's been like, I feel like I'm in the best shape of my life, which I love feeling. And I've seen my cholesterol numbers continually improve. Um, so I think there's been great reward there. But again, my, I think my point in saying all this is it, it doesn't come easy. Like you do get in the habit and you have that habit and that helps you get out the door. Uh, but still it's hard. Like it's, it's, it, I don't think it ever, I enjoy it once I'm out there, but it's, it's often, it's hard to get out the door. Mitch, what's your take on uh, willpower or, <laughs> or discipline being the reason that maybe some of us struggle to maintain these healthy things. Uh, that's actually something I have been spending a lot of time thinking about lately with my most recent or with the new diagnosis of ADHD and kind of figuring out what works for me, what doesn't. Like a lot of times in the past, I would beat myself up that I was not performing that I was not able to have enough willpower, that I was unable to do certain things, right? And like these days, it's more like recognizing that sometimes it's not all willpower, it's just consistency, a general trend towards positivity, like a huh. general trend towards doing a little better, like the like Tao of Kaizen, like little improvements every day. Like it's not necessarily an all or nothing. And if you if, if if you hold yourself to such a high standard and you don't meet it, it doesn't necessarily mean you don't have the willpower. You know, it can. there's a lot of other things that could be going on, too, that are preventing you from getting there. And Mitch, what's kind of your overall challenge then? For me, like, you know, we've mentioned on a couple of times, like over the last year, like my health got a whole lot more complicated than I was expecting. Everything from mental health issues to uh, physical injuries that I'm back in physical therapy for to hormonal things that we have figured out and got me on some medications, etc. And there's a lot of small progress being made on a lot of different fronts, but it does not feel yeah. like I'm actually accomplishing what I want to some days. Right. Right? Yeah, it's, just, it's like 
here. I, I, I feel yeah. you completely. It's like when you like you go on Instagram or TikTok and they've got a reel like, right. Mm-hmm. And it's somebody who wanted to get in shape at the beginning of January. And then within that 15 second video, you see the before and the after awesomeness. Yes. And, and yes. even though you know better, mm-hmm. you know, it just, it seems like, Oh, that was an instant transformation. Right. <laughs> you know? Yes. So yes. Just, <laughs> You get that before and after effect, right? And so, so like for me, like we talked on a, on a recent goal episode, it was like, I want to get back to having X amount of activity all the time. I want to feel better about my mental health. I want to sleep better, et cetera. And like, I'm doing okay at a bunch of those, but like, you know, it's so easy to just say, well, I don't have enough willpower. Oh, this sucks. When like, I got to keep reminding myself that like, I am not a Instagram influencer that their whole job is to like be look happy and look fit, right? I have a lot going on. I have a lot of stuff in my plate. I got, you know, a job, I'm teaching classes, I'm overcoming an injury, mental health stuff, whatever, like, oh my God, like I am doing okay for where I am right now. And that's kind of some of the stuff that like, it's so easy to just be like, if only I had more willpower, I could be like these other people. If only I had enough willpower, I could be like Troy Madsen, right? Like, but, <laughs> but, you know, right now I'm doing okay is where I feel some days, you know? And so it's just this kind of different approach to it that uh, I've been taking and being a bit more kind to myself. And I find it, it's easier to do little good things, you know, if you're in a good headspace, then like beat yourself up that you weren't perfect every day. Yeah. Well, there's, there's no question. And we've talked about that a bit before too, but I think that being kind to yourself is so essential because it's when we're not kind to ourselves that I think we really do kind of fall off the cliff in terms of our activity. When we do expect perfection or we compare ourselves and just get frustrated, that's what we just kind of throw in the towel and like, uh, this isn't worth it. Why, why am I doing this? I'm, you know, I'm accomplishing nothing. So I, I totally agree. We have to be kind to ourselves, you know, and, and for me, I think, like I said, in terms of the activity, like, I feel like I've been very, very consistent there, but but then there's the diet piece and that's that's kind of improved and then it's gotten worse. And and sometimes I'm like, you know, want to eat some sweets and I want to drink soda and th- these kind of things. And I'm but th- there I, sometimes I do kind of feel that tendency like I, you know, certainly when we travel, we're, I'm, I'm not eating like I should. And then, then you kind of get frustrated and unhappy with yourself. But again, I think you just kind of have to look big picture and say overall things are good and. I'm not going to be perfect with this, but I'm happy with where I am. And I'm better than, you know, than where I was 10 years ago. So that's good. Yeah. So in that same vein, as someone who like deals with a lot of like anxiety, someone who like deals with like the shame spiral, as I've come to call it, right? This idea of like, oh, no, I'm, you know, I'm not performing as well. And then you feel bad about feeling bad. And then it just gets worse and worse. And one of the attitudes that has one of the like mantras for 2023 that I'm like adopting from the younger generation is this idea of if it's worth doing, it's worth doing half-assed. And like, I don't know how else to say that. We'll have to bleep it because like half-butted doesn't sound right. But like... Halfway? Con- halfway. Oh, sure. That, there you go. We found a nun. Yeah, okay. There we go. Um, but the, the, it's this concept that like perfectionism and the idea that you have to hold yourself to that 100% standard and you have to hustle for it and you got to push for it is... It can be so detrimental because what if you don't achieve it? What if you don't hit that 100% mark? 
So as such, the kind of approach is, say you want to, uh, you know, work out uh, like six days a week, whatever that is, okay? Like, it's better to be consistent. So like, even if you can't get your butt to the gym, like three to four times a week, like you'd like, like going for a walk for 20 minutes is still activity and it's still good for you. Is it like as like, will you see as much of a result as if you were to go in and do whatever? No, but at the very least, you are still doing it. Right. And so like for me, you know, if I can't get you know, if I can't get my strength training in, if I can't get enough of like a jog in or whatever, because of my injury that I'm dealing with or whatever, like, I'll just walk around the block a couple times. Because even doing it just like half of what you wanted to do is better than nothing at all, or be or hating yourself that you didn't hit that. And it goes to nutrition, like, if you're not eating healthy every single day, that's okay, right? Just Get yourself a, a, a like a chicken sandwich instead of a baconator, like you know, like that kind of like small choices that are like, is it the best thing you could be doing right now? No, but like it's good enough, and it's at least a step in the right direction. That's so true. Yeah, I'm a huge believer in that as well, and just this idea of, you know, I think you're far better off doing something and doing it halfway and doing an okay job of it, but doing it consistently, mm-hmm. than you are of doing something extremely well, but doing it irregularly. Like, I yes. think you're going to get more results if you just, just try and stick with it, do whatever it is, just, just kind of do whatever you can. And maybe it's not great rather than having, you know, just these huge workups at workouts at the gym, but just, you know, feeling burned out by it and, and not wanting to do it more than maybe once or twice a week. So. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw mine out there. So mine recently, uh, and actually in an homage to Troy, I'm going to recognize oh. what I feel like I do well most of the time. Like my yeah. nutrition, I feel pretty good for the most part. If I'm being honest with myself, it's easy to beat myself up. Like over Christmas break, I ate a lot of salted caramels at a hundred calories each, you know, mm. four or five at a time, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> but I'm off those. Right. So that wasn't great. But generally, generally I feel pretty good about my eating. I don't eat a lot of processed foods or anything like that. Generally, I feel pretty good about my sleep. Generally, I'm feeling better about my mental health. But that activity thing, especially weight training, um, is, is, is always a challenge. And the thing that I'm trying to do, like I said, I'm always come up with these little tricks. Sometimes at the end of the day, I'm so tired, I just want to do something mindless. And then that's when I go to the phone and I start scrolling, right? Um, and I saw something that said, there are these little moments in our day where we make a decision that's going to dictate what happens for the next hour of our life. So I think about that a lot. You know, I'll pull out my phone when I know I want to exercise and I'm like, this is that moment. This is that little decision that's going to take the next half hour of my day or hour and going to prevent me from doing the thing that I want to do. And then for some reason, it's easier to make the choice of the thing I want to do. So so that's been helpful for me. And I think it could apply to a lot of things. It could apply to eating. It could apply to, you know, a lot of stuff in your life. So just that notion that there are these little small moments throughout our day that the the next thing we do is going to dictate what we're going to be doing for the next half hour. That's true. I think also, though, I like the idea and I like kind of rewarding myself by just mindlessly scrolling on the phone and feeling like I've earned that time because I did exercise and I did the things that I wanted to do. And so like, I'm like, I'm just going to sit here and, you know, sometimes Laura will make fun of me because I've got like a game on the TV 
and I've got a game on the iPad on my iPad that I'm watching and I'm scrolling through ESPN on my phone. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this completely shamelessly because you know, who cares? Like I already ran well, today. So it's a I think there's kind of a trade off there too. But it's a mindful decision. You mindfully made that decision, which took active management again, right? Yeah intention versus like true just defaulting going with yeah. the wave as troy that's true. Said. Yeah, yeah that's true yeah but yeah you're right it, yeah it, it is yeah but it's one you're you're right you do have those choices you can make but then at the same time then you can make the choice later be like hey i've earned this i'm just sure. gonna enjoy this time i'm just gonna turn my brain off you know but the worst thing troy is is when i reach one of those little moments in my day and yet I still choose the thing that I shouldn't choose. Oh, well, <laughs> and, sure. yeah. and I'm willfully doing it. I'm even admitting it to myself at that point. I'm like, yeah. this is that moment. And I've chosen to do this instead. You know, <laughs> just almost like waving my fist at authority. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. But then hopefully you can just kind of forgive yourself and move on from it. You know, that's, that's part of it too, is, is recognizing, Hey, I willfully made this choice. It's probably not the choice I should have made, but. Yeah, well, I'll make maybe make a different choice next time. Yeah. All right. What what insight did we get? Any insight from this conversation at the top of the show? You know, I mentioned that some shows we have some great solid steps that you can take and things you can do. This one was more of just trying to make some sense out of some things that are going on as we you know struggle with our own health and our own health issues and the things that you know that give give us challenges and trying to explore why that might be. Um, did we create anything new? Mitch, do you have anything? For me, it really, it's nice to hear that like other folks are going through this too, right? Where it's so easy to get in your own head and only be like watching the influencers and thinking you're not doing well enough. And just like, I really do appreciate like, Troy, to know that you struggle with stuff too. I don't want to say like, I love that, but like, it is very much <laughs> appreciated that Please like, yeah. right. I love it. Best thing. No, but it's like, it's nice to know that like, Hey, like there are other people, you know, also on their own journey and maybe I need to quit comparing myself to everyone. Yeah. I think too. Yeah. I, I think for me too, hearing about some of your struggles and just talking about some of my struggles, I think that's probably the takeaway for everyone is, you know, I don't think you've ever got it made. I think that's the bottom line with fitness. You've never got it made. It's never easy. It's always challenging, no matter what habit you've developed, which that pattern can help you to keep that habit going. But I still think there's a mental challenge every day and you're always going to to face those, um, those decisions like you talked about, Scott, of what am I going to do with this moment right now? And you're always going to face just the flow and avoiding the flow, which just seems to kind of drag you into the lot of the stuff you just don't want to do in terms of the eating habits and being fully absorbed in social media or whatever it may be. So I think that's my takeaway. I feel like um, my takeaway was something that Mitch said, which is that health to him is something that you're, it's a work in progress, <laughs> right? And WIP. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes in your work in progress, you're in a better position than you are uh, at other times. Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, it's just always kind of a work in progress. And um, I agree with Mitch. It is also good to hear that uh, this is something that this feeling that you're constantly managing it is something that goes beyond just me. So. Well, we hope this episode was useful to you as we discuss some of the struggles that we have. And, you know, a lot of times when you're talking about the core four and our health, there are some things that are 
playing against us that we don't even realize, whether it's society or whether it's our own attitudes. What is your struggle when it comes to the core form being healthy? And have you figured out how to overcome it yet? Or do you still struggle with it? Are you still looking for answers? We would love to hear about your journey. Send that email to hello at thescoperadio.com. And regardless, whatever your struggle is, good luck. Be kind to yourself. Thanks for listening. And thanks for caring about men's health.